So I'm recording this on the bed of my partner's house in Tauranga, which is in New Zealand. I have left Auckland. And the reason that I'm recording this here today for you is because there is a whole lot of changes that are currently going on in my own life. And I want to share them with you, but I also want to be able to let you know about something really important, especially in these times where Christmas and everybody wants to celebrate, but there's still so much uncertainty around our lives. Your adventurous life begins the moment you step out of your comfort zone. And that's why I started the Misadventurous podcast. I'm Tiffany Rouge and I'm all about personal growth, changing through setbacks, standing strong in the face of injustice and defining your own worth. I'm your host, and I'm connecting you with knowledge, voices, and stories of success. Women who have channeled their inner lady boss, business leaders, spirituality, and connection so that you can enjoy your life, make some serious bank, and live the life that you choose. Just a quick thing before all of the wisdom. I want to thank you for being a Misadventurous podcast listener. Whether you've listened to one or all of the episodes I've made for you, seriously, you rock. Did you know that I have another podcast called the Sound Growth Podcast? It's with my business coach, Ron Lal, and we talk all things mindset, thought design, and business development. So check it out if you're an entrepreneur, startup, or if you're looking to grow your business. Just search for the Sound Growth Podcast, however you're listening to this right now. And if you've ever thought about delving into the podcast realm yourself, I'm your girl. I make podcasts for people just like you. Whether you need help getting started, you have an idea and a mic, or you want someone to do the whole thing for you, get yourself onto www.sanctuarymedia.co. That's www.sanctuarymedia.co. That's where you can learn lots of amazing things about podcasting and get in touch with me to figure out how I can help you share your message with the world. As I sit here and record this for you in a very uncertain but certain time of my life, I just want to share with you how important it is to acknowledge where you are in your journey right now. Like, honestly, when was the last time you checked in with yourself about how far you've come and how amazing you are. Think about it, right? We have just gone through like 12 months of insane insanity, uncertainty, and you're still here. That's incredible. Honestly, I'm really extremely grateful that you're still here listening to this podcast, but still breathing, still living life and still tapping into the things that make you feel good. I believe that by doing that, you have been able to, I guess, keep your head afloat. And if not, I would love you to tell me that you haven't been keeping your head afloat and that you've got things to work on because do you know that that is totally okay? It's okay to not feel okay right now and with the impending Christmas festivities looming, If it doesn't feel like every other Christmas or every other Christmas silly season, that's okay. All you are needing to do or all you have to do right now is survive it. 
is to experience it for what it is and quite possibly not ever make any plans again. (laughs) No, that's actually just coming from my own experience because this year, I guess the the big thing that I've learned is to just really be okay with plans changing. Like resilience, we have all picked up a couple of hints of resilience this year, but really just making the most of what you have as well. So on multiple occasions this year, I have made a plan and COVID has got in the way. The you know, the first one was going to Australia. I was in Australia when New Zealand um, announced their level four lockdown stages. And at that time I had to come back and quarantine. So that was the first time. The second time my partner and I had made plans to go to the South Island. So I was already in New Zealand living in Auckland. We made plans to go to the South Island because it's great. There's no tourists here. All the borders are shut. We might as well go and experience all that New Zealand has to offer. Then COVID got in the way and we got into second lockdown and the flights got cancelled. Thank you, Jetstar. But at that time, we decided not to let it actually ruin our plans. And here I am. I sit here again with some possibly cancelled plans, somewhat, and I'm still choosing to make the most of the situation. And that's just the biggest lesson that we've learned here this year in the absolute mammoth of a mess that was 2020, right? Because plans change, but it's how you pick yourself up from these plans and you go, all right, here is the big massive mess that COVID has left us with. What can we do? What pieces can we pick up and what can we salvage to make sure that we have a really good time? Bringing it back to the second lockdown and the flights being cancelled for the South Island, my partner and I decided that we were going to drive it. We had a camp event booked for Christchurch. We were going to go to Milford Sound, see Queenstown. I, to this day, have still not seen any of those things. But we decided that we were going to do it no matter what. So we got in the car and we drove from the North Island to the South and had a really beautiful trip. We found Nelson, which is a place that I never thought I'd get to, but I'm really glad that I did because I have a friend from there and I'm very excited to talk to her about it. I had no thought in my mind or there was no expectation or understanding that I was ever going to get there, but I'm really glad that I did because Nelson New Zealand is a very, very beautiful part of the world, and as is Blenheim, which is where all of the good Sav Blancs come from in New Zealand. So by still choosing to keep these plans or, you know, actually picking the plans up and salvaging what we could, we had a very different experience than what we'd already had or had planned, and it still turned out to be really good. And that's what I want to share with you because... You may have the most hashtag solid of plans, but when push comes to shove and when COVID comes with its big massive bulldozer and your plans, it's what you do with them. It's how you pick up the pieces that can actually influence of how you have a really good time. And I honestly believe, right, that When you have zero expectations about something, you have the opportunity to enjoy something fully. 
Like, how many times have you gone to a movie when that's been like super hyped, like a, a comic hero superhero movie? And it, you've heard so much good things about it, and you walked in with high, like massive expectations, and then you've walked out really disappointed because it didn't live up to those expectations. I think this is the quiet little gift that we have been given by COVID because by absolutely bulldozing our plans, what you manage to piece together, you have zero expectation about because you just want to be able to have some semblance of an original plan. And zero expectations about that semblance of an original plan can bring some really beautiful outcomes. That's one of the multitude of plans that have been cancelled for, for COVID, I'm sure all over the world, that in some form or another, that understanding or that lack of awareness and that lack of expectation has actually brought some really, really beautiful things. And I know that from the amount of people that are having babies this year. <laughs> and that's okay, right? But the lesson is that if you had plans, you better be done okay with the fact that they're probably not going to come true this year. And what you make of those things can actually be really beneficial and can lead you on this brand new path that you'd never even thought you were going to walk down, but actually have no expectations around it and love it. And how fun and exciting is that? So I want to talk to you about my second, or it's actually the third. So the third plan that COVID has managed to ruin. And I can only imagine what the un, unplanned expectations or unexpected little delights that are going to come from it. And that is my move back to Australia. So... My move back to Australia has been on the cards for a long time. I think, you know, I, I, I've i toyed with the idea since the fall of 2018. Or was it 2019? Yeah, it's 2019. So the fall of 2019. But it's one of those things that I just, I felt like the time wasn't right. And I'm a real big intuitive person. You know, I'm going with my feelings these days. I've connected with my heart center. I've done a lot of work to get into that space where I'm letting my heart lead and my head do the how. But with all of that, every time I would speak to my mum and she would tell me to come home, every time I would have a really challenging day, week or month, and I would entertain the prospect of moving home, something stopped me and something's been stopping me for a long time. But it wasn't until I made these plans and I had a realization that this, what I'm, I'm planning right now is what the original plan was before COVID hit. And this is, in a nutshell, the unexpected delight of when COVID comes through and bulldozes your plans. So in February this year, I was living in a three-bedroom house and I was Airbnb and being two of the rooms out so I could pay rent. My partner, Fernando, had come and moved in with me and there was just something that I felt like it was time to end the way that I was living, right? And, and very fortunate that I did that 
because come March, when I flew to Adelaide, to Australia, we'd packed up my entire house, sold all the beds, all the excess furniture we didn't need, all of the stuff that meant that I had a home, like a fully functioning home with absolutely everything that I need. I sold the majority of it and what was left was really important to me and we put in a storage unit and we moved into a share house. I went to Australia, COVID hit and we were like, oh crap, okay. And the plan was, right, the reason that I wanted to sell all of my stuff was so that one day I could move home but not have to move home with an entire house full of goodies that I would then have to pay for. So I did all of that. I went to Australia. We came back. COVID happened. And then plans changed as they did. And we decided that we were going to stay, so Fernando and I, my partner, that we were going to stay in New Zealand for the next three years just so I could get my business off the ground and so he could continue to work at this new job that he was loving at the time and really develop some really good managerial skills so he can go and work and get more money somewhere else. So there was a genuine plan. We were like, okay, cool. Well, we don't think we're going to move to Australia anytime soon. Let's stay in New Zealand. Let's move out. Let's get a dog and let's really enjoy our lives here. Let's make something of it. And so we walked down that path for quite some time. But then, as they do, things changed. Fernando started not enjoying his job and some serious implications around that. Um, My dad got sick and I wasn't really sure how far away I wanted to be from him. And also the, the living burden that Fernando was carrying became quite difficult for him to carry. So in terms of the burden, it was sort of like supporting us. Like I was making a little bit of money on my job, but I wanted to get out of that and I did end up quitting it. And so the a lot of the living expenses sort of he would have to cover as well as sort of, I guess, not managing very well with his own finances. So things started taking a little bit of a turn for the worst and we weren't really sure what to do. And this whole time, so I think during the first lockdown, so this was just after I'd gotten back from Australia, Fee and I had a conversation that he was ready to become a New Zealand citizen. And the easiest way for him to move to Australia was if he was a New Zealand citizen and therefore able to live and work the same way that I am able to live and work in New Zealand. And we decided that, yep, that's what we're going to do. He applied for his citizenship after a lot of conversation around it. And then we just forgot right? And we went down this whole like staying in New, in New Zealand for three year path. And we hit probably about September where we weren't sure again, what we were doing. The supporting of the household or our own living costs, the burden was getting heavier and heavier for fee to carry. And for me to try and do something about that, you know, try and get welfare and things like that, that was helping, but it wasn't going to make the situation that much better. And we entertained the idea of doing the Airbnb thing again, just buying a whole bunch of furniture and then getting a house so we can live cheaper, moving in with friends and even um, moving, you know, to multiple places to try and alleviate this burden on fee. And it was at that time that Fee's passport, his his citizenship came in. He is now a New Zealand citizen. 
And out of every single time that I toyed and I asked myself, should I move back to Australia? When we had that conversation, which was, should we just move to Australia then? It started feeling right. It started feeling like, okay, fine, let's do it. And the more we talked about it, the more opportunities that arose out of different places and we just thought, wow, this really is something that we are doing. Like, okay, we're going to move. And within that time frame, we decided to book flights. We decided to give notice in our house. Like we were making this happen. We booked flights on the 21st of December to move back to Adelaide from Auckland. And that was that. And literally two days later, once we'd booked flights, Adelaide got hit with a serious bout of COVID. And here comes COVID steamrolling into our plans for the very third time. And by now, I look back at the whole situation and I go, oh, my gosh, like I should have literally just accepted it and let it be and gone, Okay, cool. We're going to figure it out. But I panicked because that's what you do in a situation when you're like just about to pack your entire life up and then shit goes sour. So I panicked and we came up with a backup plan. We decided that we were going to move to Rotorua for a couple of months. Multiple phone conversations were being had with bosses or friends who own restaurants and parents and saying, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And everything was back all up in the air again, right? So from what I saw and what we understood was that we weren't moving back to Australia on the 21st of December. We were moving to Rotorua. And Fee was going to work in a restaurant for a ridiculous amount of hours for an average amount of money. And that was the plan. We said goodbye to our house. We moved all of our stuff into Fee's mum house in Taranga, which is where I am recording from right now. And Fee was going to start working until we got here. And then the deal that Fee was offered to work in Rotorua didn't seem as sweet as we thought it was going to be. And Adelaide turned out to have not as bad a COVID situation as they thought it was going to be. And we then decided that maybe we are going to stick to the original, original, original plan, which was number one, move to Australia, sell all the things so we can move back to Australia. But number two, move to Australia on the 21st of December. And... In all of that stuff, right, like I had these mixed feelings about moving to Rotorua in the first place. I wanted to do it because I wanted to be with my partner, but it just didn't feel right. And I couldn't put my finger on why everything felt so overwhelming and uncertain. And when I tapped into it, the only certainty that I was feeling that I wanted to happen was for me to go home to Australia and be around my family on my 30th birthday, my birthday I've come to the realization that I hate and it sucks. It sucks to hate your birthday and I have so many mixed emotions about my birthday but the thing, the like beautiful thing about my birthday being on the 24th of December which is the day before Christmas is that I always get together with my family. Like it's a huge thing for me to be around my family at Christmas and I'm so glad 
that I'm actually going to be able to do that this year because, yes, I am moving back to Australia with a little bit more baggage than uh, intended, a whole other person. But, yeah, girls coming home, back to Adelaide for a little bit to get my business actually off the ground and running and doing all the beautiful things. And so I can see the good life because, sorry, New Zealanders, we definitely get it better in Australia. It may be hotter, but I like hot weather. And the pay is a little bit better, and I really like the hot weather. (laughs) So that's it. That is a real-life example about all of these unexpected, beautiful outcomes that have come from COVID steamrolling her way through my life in 2020. And if COVID has steamrolled its way through your life in 2020, that's okay. You're not alone. Bitch has done it to me. She'll do it to you. She's done it to you. She's done it to probably every single person in this world. But it's all about how you pick up those pieces. And so for me, picking up those pieces, you know, we're thinking about moving to Rotorua, we're trying to get jobs, we're moving all of our things. Those are the pieces being picked up, trying to put a bit of a plan together. But the unexpected outcomes of it are what you need to find within yourself. The plans, everything else is all physical, you know, what you can make happen. But how you see it is only going to occur from within you. So if you're feeling right now or you're experiencing at the moment COVID having come and steamrolled its way through your life and you're at the point where you're picking up the pieces and you're trying to put some semblance of a plan together, there will be some beautiful unexpected outcomes from the plan that you end up making. So be still Just enjoy it and try not to resist the new plan because there's going to be some beautiful, unexpected delights about the new plan that you have thanks to COVID. Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it. 